Howdy. Welcome to the podcast, You're Wordless. Read that again. The juxtaposition of your soul. By now, you guys should know that this podcast is exactly the opposite of that, right? This podcast juxtaposes the notion that you, the one listening, is worthless, but rather worth it. Come on, say it with me. I am worth it. I am worth it and I am fucking worth it. Okay, good. Now we got that accurately, let's get right into this week's topic. Last week, we talked about how do we define success. Is success super hard to reach in this day and age? Well, of course no. You know the answer to that. If you want to know more, have a listen to that second episode again to see how I unpack the topic and some tips from my own experiences to how I define success today. Also, to all of my listeners, if you are struggling to find time to listen to this or just about any other podcast out there, well, you can consider this as a 15-minute pick-me-up podcast coffee that I hope can perk you up once you are done listening to this. Now, this week's episode is about overcoming imposter syndrome. This is your host, Nick Nieras, and we are going to explore strategies for conquering imposter syndrome and recognizing your worth. But before we dive into the strategies, let's take a moment to understand what imposter syndrome really is. Imposter syndrome refers to that nagging feeling of self-doubt, fear of being exposed as a fraud, and a persistent belief that our achievements are a result of luck rather than our abilities. It affects people from all walks of life, regardless of their accomplishments or qualifications. I know this feeling all too well, as I've experienced imposter syndrome myself throughout my own journey. Growing up, I always felt like I had to prove myself, constantly striving for perfection. But no matter how much I achieved, I couldn't shake the feeling that I didn't deserve my success. It wasn't until I started researching and learning about imposter syndrome that I realized I wasn't alone. Many successful individuals, including renowned artists, entrepreneurs, and even professionals in high-ranking positions have all battled with imposter syndrome themselves. Looking back at my own story, I remember the time when I was beaten up verbally by my ex-bosses when working for a big accounting firm. And let me tell you, I lost it. I lost my footing and I thought I could never ever land another job after this. The mental torment, verbal abuse, and not to mention all the long hours made me so small and so stupid. I even questioned myself, like how did I land myself in this big company? Was it all just a fluke? It must be, right? Because I don't understand why I was not able to perform the job that they asked me to. But somehow, I passed interview to join the company in the first place. How ironic, I thought to myself. At first, I thought it was 
normal simply because I wasn't the expert in the industry that I was asked to work on. But after a few projects, it seems like I was getting the similar feedback from these people. I started questioning my worth. This girl is the girl who scored straight A's in high school and a valedictorian ones. I even asked myself, are you really this dumb? What? This cannot be. So after months and months of mental torture in the organization, I knew I had to leave. I thought to myself, this place is eating my soul alive. So I tried to update my resume, but boy, what a difficult task it was. That was the first time imposter syndrome hit me so hard. I was so battered mentally that I was so unsure and uncertain whether I accomplished any task at all in the company. All of this was playing in my mind on loop when I was updating my resume. I was so uncertain and so ashamed of myself as how did a top student end up like this. I was flying so high in my career and now why can't I do anything right? I started blaming myself and kept playing the same scenarios that were thrown at me at work again and again. But I prayed and prayed and prayed and it was answered. I got not just one job offer, but three at the same time. And that restored the faith in myself. I didn't lose myself. And I somehow believed that it wasn't me. It was actually them from the very start. Now that I have shared my own personal experience, let's explore how can we overcome this IS. One strategy that has been immensely helpful in overcoming imposter syndrome is reframing our thoughts. It's important to challenge the negative beliefs we hold about ourselves and our abilities. Instead of dwelling on our perceived flaws and mistakes, like how I did there, we can focus on our achievements and the value we bring to the table. Remember, every success, big or small, is a testament to our skills and hard work. Another approach I've found effective is seeking support from others. Imposter syndrome often thrives in isolation. So this is crucial for you to open up and share your experiences with your trusted friends, mentors, or even therapists. Connecting with others who have gone through similar struggles can provide a sense of validation and also perspective. Reminding us that we are not alone in this journey. Also, I have discovered that self-compassion plays a vital role in overcoming this syndrome. We need to treat ourselves with kindness, 
acknowledging that everyone makes mistakes and experiences self-doubt at times. Embracing self-care practices such as meditation, journaling, or engaging in hobbies we enjoy. This can all help cultivate a sense of self-worth and resilience. Lastly, it is important to celebrate our achievements and acknowledge our progress along the way. Imposter syndrome often blinds us to our accomplishments, leading us to downplay or dismiss them entirely. By creating a habit of recognizing and celebrating our successes, no matter how small they are, we can boost our self-confidence and remind ourselves of our capabilities. Now, overcoming imposter syndrome is a journey, and it takes time and effort. But by reframing our thoughts, seeking support, practicing self-compassion, and celebrating our achievements, we can gradually chip away at imposter syndrome's grip on our lives and begin to recognize our own true worth. Now, this is not to say that this is the end of stumbling upon imposter syndrome for me. I have to admit, I still experience it from time to time, especially now that I'm in a new industry again, as we speak. I'm learning so much every moment, and at times I do feel the imposter syndrome creeping up on me more often than not. But it's good to have you know that I'm also working on new projects on the side. So besides learning about the new industry, I also get to do things that spark my creativity. Today, I'm on a journey to lighting up the creator in me, and creativity is something innate within each one of us. It is something that can never be taken away from us. When you are creative, you create something, and that product is uniquely yours. That's the first step of you triumphing over the imposter syndrome. Just take the action. Just do it. As Nike said it, create, create, and create. Creating could be anything. Creating a podcast, creating an animation story, writing a book, writing a song, creating a fashion lookbook, creating an interior design portfolio, or just anything. Put your badge on it and wear your creation with pride. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Overcoming Imposter Syndrome. Remember, you are not alone in this struggle. And together, we can overcome imposter syndrome and embrace our authentic selves. Stay tuned for more inspiring conversations and strategies to empower you and your journey of self-discovery and personal growth. This is your host, Nick Nieras, signing off. <laughs>